Hoy on Edmundo, Ed's Potato Chips. Tonight's episode, we have a special guest. But guess what tonight's episode is about? Goon Game. Which one? Torkov. And what else? Maybe a little spoiler? Something about... Gear? Maybe. We got three gear queers talking about what they like and what they want to wear. And what they want to take out and use all night long. <clears throat> so tonight, like I said, we got a special guest. We got my fun and only, my only, Borrachito Chino, Loren. But guess what? <gasps> we have a special guest tonight. Everyone give a one slow clap to my blains. Say hi to everyone, my blains. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me on, man. One, one slow clap. One, one slow, like one golf slope. Just yeah. clap the smallest <laughs> violin pull. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one low E. <laughs> one of the lowest of the E's that we can D's, right? But yeah, so last week's episode, we were talking about Goon Gear and in like Fallout, what we use. And then we started talking a little bit about Torkov and we talked about games and movies and whatnot, right? But I think like Gear and Torkov, I think it would probably be a good starting point to kind of like segue our way through to where we want to actually talk about tonight. So like to, to the audience, Blaine, if you were to dumb down to my level of what is Torkov, how would you describe it? Um, oh, man. So you want to play a shooter, but you also don't want to have fun, <laughs> and you want to tie a rope around your neck. Ooh. While playing a horror game, Mm. That includes people yelling at you in Russian. That's, oh my. That is Tarkov. <laughs> that sounds like a normal Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah, it's just hardcore. There you really don't have fun. <laughs> but you continue to play. It's like gambling. <laughs> <laughs> we um uh Blaine, uh Ed and I were talking last episode um, <laughs> like Tarkov is literally a goon made a game made by the goons for the goons like you have to be fairly goony to uh, in, to enjoy that game to its fullness would you would you say yeah I'd, yeah I'd say that <laughs> um, except the creator lives in Britain so oh well <laughs> in my head canon he's like former SAS now yeah, that, that's the head now on. Former SAS, right? Like, like, let's face it. The moment you see on a game or anything that has elderly stock, you know they're about that life. Because that is such... I almost want to say it's an obscure brand unless if you are about that life. Or Cry, if you know anything about Cry Precision. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I mean, they yeah, have... They have. When it comes to I'll that actually, gear... Yeah. I'm loading up the game right now so I can talk <laughs> about it more accurately. Oh. So we're going to have a one-on-one instead of just like going off of like 
basic memory off of like a raccoon's butthole <laughs> that I'm like out in the middle of nowhere. By the way, have you seen Ted tonight? Well, I haven't seen Ted tonight, right? But his kids have stolen my wallet and the keys to my truck. So I've been chasing him out here for a good little while. Now I'm lost again. And so we'll see. We'll see where I'm at. So, wow, that's might, why the connection is shady. Try to sell my kidneys. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Ted. <laughs> All right. Ted, uh, I definitely agree that Tarkov's for uni people, though. There is a lot of it in it. Even the kind of like we were talking about, even like the clothing in it, like in the attention to where, like even like the gloves change, and they're all it's all like brand shit. Yeah, yeah it's all brand. the <laughs> The thing that got me was the attachments, like everything you can like just source for your weapons, and you have to be fairly gun knowledgeable to be like oh it's this modification to this ak for this mounting system for this attachment <clears throat> yeah you know, even not like than that. like i picked up uh one time i picked up a uh, like a strike industries part for a weapon and i was like whoa that's that's like a real deep dive you know you really have to be <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be fairly about that life to really know about it, you know? Like, it's like Strike Industries. Like, huh? It's like, I've seen this once or twice. And then you think about it, it's like, wait, but the average person has never even heard of this. Like, the first yeah. time I heard about that fact that Patagonia actually has, mil- has military contracts and actually contracts specifically through like soft units. And that's why they all get like cool Gucci gear because. They're like, oh yeah, wear Patagonia sexy shirts and pants, and I'm like, I hate you, as I'm in gender, just like basic, basic bitch things. I told you the story on the, I told the story on this podcast about the time that I got punked by freaking uh, uh, tacky guys. Remember that, Ed? Vaguely, but why don't we tell it to the audience again? I'm oh, sure they'll love God, it. Oh my God, I have to. I'm reliving. I'm. Oh, it's crazy as hell. It's, it is a. It brings back horrible memories. <laughs> no. Um. So. This <laughs> This was approximately 2015. Uh, was stationed up in Alaska, and our training area was uh, part of the training area was at an Air Force base. And we were doing a police call, and we, this was in the UCP days, so, you know, the digital bullshit. Gross. Yes, very gross digital bullshit. And we were walking around with PT belts on, because, you know, yeah. And we were doing a police call, and up come two freaking side-by-sides with, like, full of TACP dudes that are doing training out there, and, like rolling around in like cry jpcs freaking multi-cam dial you know shorty m4s coming in you know coming in hot looking freaking operator operator as fuck not wearing boots they're wearing freaking barrels you know and, they're boots <laughs> yeah no okay well not wearing you know they are 600-1 compliant boots yeah which not wearing not knee saying, highs yeah the, <laughs> the, 
not to say that there's there's great 670-1 compliant foods out there just saying there is but that's the point um i'll take my solomons any day but you know but anyway they're out there looking operators fuck and they form a circle around us they like laugh at us they jump back in their uh side by sides and they drive off and it was the most like demoralizing <laughs> fucking part <laughs> like <laughs> demoralizing it <laughs> that's yeah that's where you put in your refrad right there tell me you tell me you were cucked at the range without telling me you were cucked at the range god <laughs> like i said like, at least i had that blue cord fellas like shit. <laughs> at least <laughs> choke yourself as you're just like using your tears as lubricant <laughs> and dude they got it oh we went to they went with us to uh, NTC one time, you know, down in Port Irwin, mm-hmm. and they flew down with us. Best snakes I've ever had. And you know, and you know, we have to. And when you're flying down there um, on the contract plane, like they, they load everybody by like importance, mm-hmm. and you have to be there like balls early. You're there hours waiting for this thing, right? Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers waltz in. They get dropped off. They waltz right through. They fucking cut right in front of us and fucking go straight to the front of the line. As they do. I was like, ouch. Sergeant Major's there is like, I can't even say anything right now. Yeah. I can't, I can't. They're like, they, they, they own me. <laughs> They'll just laugh at me too. <laughs> <laughs> you will respect my, I will respect nothing. You can suck this dick. Just do the whole recording thing. <laughs> I always thought it was so funny how much you can get away with just with that tab. <laughs> oh, so much. So, so much. I like You're an E3 and I'm an E8. I don't give a shit. You see this tab? <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I will sleep with your wife. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I already like have, it. I already have it. It's, I, the footage is under white foss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. It's the old My buddy's got punked. Yeah. <laughs> On this episode of Punked. <laughs> I thought about um I thought about a brilliant idea to take to Shark Tank. You ready for this? Go ahead. So um <laughs> So we've all done we've all heard the stupid shit in the military, right? And mm-hmm. And you know how people love, like, people of our generation love, like, games like, uh, charades or some shit that, like, you have to do to, like, it's interactive, right? Like a board game. Shit like mm-hmm. that. So, you, it, I, I was gonna say, marketed fuck fuck games, right? Mm-hmm. Like, make a military version of it. Like, the fuck fuck games. So, mm-hmm. you would do, like, go down and, um, uh, you have five minutes to clip your lawn with just a fucking, you know... Uh, nose hair trimmer, <laughs> like yeah. shit like that, like shit that I've had to do in the military. Like I've had to use my fucking multi tool to cut weeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweep the rain out of the CT area <laughs> yeah. as it's raining. Yeah, dude, I've used push mowers like from 1956. Like yeah, that have like, never been maintenance once in yeah. their entire like existence. They're just yeah, rusty. I had to, yeah, I had to. We had to mow a ditch that was full of fucking rocks. 
Oof, that's the worst. Because then you just hear the clink, clink, and you just know you're just making it worse. And you're like, oh gosh, it's like I hate my life right now. Just absolutely, <laughs> just painful. But just yeah. like, what, what do you think? What do you think? You think that's a uh, good shark idea? I'm like, hello, sharks. I don't think <laughs> for them because they wouldn't. They wouldn't get understand. Uh, as, as an adult starter, I think you'd be good. It worked. Yeah, yeah. Get get Black Rifle Coffee in on this. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't the know. guys who did the the military cards against humanity, they're uh, they're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, back to our back to a topic that actually you know people can relate to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tarkov. Yeah. So we were talking before, like, okay, we would use AVSs and whatnot last on last week's episode, right? No, but, I, I, I chose something a little different than you, Ed. What'd you choose? I chose a, um, and never having worn one, I can only, only by the reputation, only from things that are similar to it that I've seen. <laughs> but I would wear a Agilite K19 with mm-hmm. level four, like lightweight level four plates. Because be in Tarkov, I'm wearing level fours. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that's all, all we wear is level fours nowadays. Like, if you're wearing level three, you just kind of get laughed at now. You're like, <laughs> look at this poor. Even though we're I'm broke. Poor. <laughs> and um, also, absolutely, probably like an ops core or a team Wendy. I mean, if I'm if I'm going full speculative here, and because oh, yeah. the only reason I don't own one is because I don't have the months to do so true that what about you johnson would you what would you wear like an actual like you were dropped into Tarkov. you had your pick of the litter to wear whatever you want from there from whatever faction what would you wear <laughs> in Tarkov? yes uh so okay from in Tarkov, and then what would you bring in like in game yeah, and then yeah if you if you want me and ed's response to this question if, uh, you met last I week, would I mean. be fully plated up if <laughs> you're gonna drop me in this game. Like I need to have neck armor, <laughs> <laughs> the hoplite's weird um, like thigh plate. I would be rocking that. <laughs> Just look like freaking a a heist, a <laughs> Hollywood shootout. Yeah, some some form of juggernaut armor. <laughs> this game is ruthless. <laughs> yes, and and it is. It truly is. But like, I look at the gear, right? And I'm like looking at like the MK1 rigs, right? The freaking like the chance rigs and the battle jackets. And I'm just like, dude, I totally would want to wear that. Like, I just want to run it, like in real life. And then it's like, and it, I don't know why. And then I start thinking about. It, I'm like. Oh yeah, because it kind of just reminds me of like, like, cause I'm an old fuck, right? I, I'm an older guy, and so I'm like, okay, I remember what like seeing guys in, in freaking Alice gear and all that growing up, watching all that. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was super cool. So to me, in my mind, I'm like, all the induced gear, the like, Desert like, Storm era gear. Yeah, I'm like, that's super cool. Yeah, or and the then I get in like, none like, of it. So I say I'm older, but I'm like, I'm 30. So I'm like, so that goes without saying like in the army, that's ancient. Like, am am I wrong there? No. No. Like 30 years old, you're like, yeah, now this guy's old as fuck. 
and all the all the 18 year olds are like you're it's like dude how can you be so old i'm like fuck you put some fucking respect on it right <laughs> oh man but yeah i'm like looking at the gear i'm like oh dude that, that'd be so dope like i want to wear that and i'm like and i started thinking about it. i'm like you know what it's like that's probably why i like when when blaine when you told me about nixie work and the the freaking uh light fighter rig i was like hesitant but then just the deepest down part of me i'm just like dude i i want it so i guess what i have adult money i'm financially irresponsible ted is now looking at me because he 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 has now found me with his quad nods and i'm not sure if i should be afraid and run or if i should just stay here and maybe he brought my keys so but meanwhile in the hall of justice like (laughs) i'm just like i had to buy it i had to buy it right so i'm like i i I threw on like what 30 pounds in that sucker and god by golly is one of the most comfortable things i've ever worn to like carry ammo in and i started thinking like battle jackets and things like that i'm like just retro gear i'm like dude you know what sometimes sometimes just the old stuff is actually just works it just works ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen of the media ladies and gentlemen of the media um that is what we call in the business a segue. A segue. <laughs> what are aren't you talking about the thing that precurses the freaking hoverboard that everyone fell their, on their face on in two thousand and one? No. Got him. <laughs> and this gentleman is why we're not. This is and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why we're not actually in show business. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I in 2001? Ah, uh, yes. One. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Jesus Johnson, I didn't realize you were that young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll never, uh, never forget my age. Because whatever the year is, that's how old I am. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, retro gear. Re- the the usability of retro gear. Let's fucking let's talk about that. So I mean, it's definitely usable. Like or modernized old... retro gear. Modernized. Oh, that'd be like the or... merch. Like you see the fucking the Russians in that right now. Bringing the Ukrainians just using the hell out of it right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're all used. I mean, it's like you see some guys with the old Smirsh, um, but a lot of those Russian soldiers have like new revised Smirsh gear, and it's, it still works. And they've been using that since before the Cold War. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you've seen we've seen shit from World War One make a guest star appearance. Um, this what is, this is, saw, this is this is like this is, fire. We're seeing yeah, we're seeing a mixture of Tarkov. And um, the add-on to call uh, to Battlefield One, the the in the name of the Czar. Yeah, we're seeing that, that, and then probably every World War Two video game to feature the Soviet Union. We're seeing mm-hmm. a little bit of in this. Oh, and just all around gooniness. This is this is the war of the goons. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, we have guys doing having dual mounted water cooled Russian Maxims with a red dot. I mean, damn. I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just saying. I I want one in my front lawn. I just, mean, just... I'm not hating against it. And would I rock it? I mean, fuck the hell yes, I would. I mean, put it out in behind the like top window of my my house and just be like, yeah. Come on, Fed boys. Bring it. I mean, when they're given... The Mosin Nagant is still finding a way into the hearts and minds of people around the world. People are still using the SMLEs. I mean... Honestly? (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean... I mean, okay, poll time. Would you rather have an SMLE or a Mosin Nagant? Probably a Mosin, just for the caliber. Mosin. If I can have my my pick of it, I want an M44, just because a fixed bayonet, just because I, I hate want everyone. A number I'd three, or I'd want a, a number one, um, uh, number number one Mark III Lee Enfield, just so I could feel like fucking Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have the, the towel around your head too. You know that, right? I mean, can we agree that Lawrence of Arabia um, in <laughs> this week's historical goon? Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Can we agree? Historical goon of the week? The dude was about the the violence and bo- and young boy love. Of course he was. Admittingly, he was about the violence. Can we just agree on that? I'm like, we can definitely agree on that. 100%. And I mean, and he brought water, he brought water cooled fucking rapid fire justice to the Ottoman guerrilla warfare style. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That, and it brings to mind, like, (laughs) different, we'll we'll get to, we'll get to this uh, week's segment of Goon Movie of the Week. Uh, I have have a, I have a good candidate for that as well, but we'll, we'll get to that here in a little bit. But anyway, uh, retro gear, right, is what we're getting (laughs) at is, uh, we're, we're still talking about retro gear. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of trying. I'm trying. Freaking Ted just disappeared on me, so I'm trying to like figure out where he is and whether or not I'm like in fear of my life or not. Ooh, Johnson, I got a good question for you. All right. Um, what's your familiarity with the AK platform? I just gotta ask that. Uh, I mean, not too much. I've only <clears throat> ever interacted with a few, uh, but the few I have interacted with allow me to punk on people uh like a pre-van ak-74 that i got to rip a whole mag through yeah so <laughs> but otherwise lucky you <laughs> i mean but if you like had to pick up if you were in a foreign country and you had to pick up it if what you had was like a standard ak set like an akm you know could you rock it yeah, I could rock it. I could figure it out, definitely. It's not... Okay. I've watched enough people rip apart an AK that I think I could just figure it out. Or at least keep it mildly operational. If Alban can keep those guns shooting, I can definitely keep that thing shooting. No, I mean, uh, if... I mean, you know enough how to reload an AK. Like, you know, oh, no, lock, yeah. Cock and lock, or rock and lock, and side charging and all that shit and you know where the safety is but my question to you is because me and ed are a huge fan of 
South African and Rhodesian deer. Um, Galils. Rhodesians never die. Yes, absolutely. But Galils and like specifically Galil aces. What are your opinions on them in terms of like if someone came to work in our line of work, in like the security line of work around here, and they were rocking like a Galil ace, would you hate on them? Um, no, I actually. I'd be I don't like that the Galil Ace is called a Galil, but I have a buddy that has one in every caliber that they've released it for, and so I've shot a few of them, and they are very nice weapons. The ergonomics on them are perfect. Uh, I still don't like that they're called a Galil, because they took away a lot of the things that make the Galil the Galil, but... <laughs> like a bottle cap, uh, or a bottle opener? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. Didn't anything as a bottle Most opener. of the system is just not what the Galil. Was. I mean, but the they're fantastic guns. Almost as if the Israelis know how to build a weapon system because they've been fighting for two thousand years. Hmm. Well, the Galil Ace is actually a Colombian design. Wah, that makes wah, sense. Why? People... But I mean, you have to think that. How much combat has the have the Colombians seen in the last you know thirty years? Like, no, no, there was that failed coup with the really shitty SF dudes. That, <laughs> was that in Colombia or was that in I don't know any other South American country? I mean, what is it with South America and Africa, man? Just no, coup. sorry, sorry, yeah, that was Venezuela. Yeah. Venezuela. Yeah, that was Venezuela. I was about to say, <laughs> but I'm sure there was a, a coup d'état at some point by SF that failed in Colombia. I mean. I thought Colombia was in a civil war. I mean, Colombia's been in, in, I mean, between the narco gangs, the narco terrorists, there's communist, you know, narco terrorists, there's anti narco communists, there's, yeah, it's, you know. It, Just another of, day down uh, south. It, it's a lot of guerrillas, and I mean, a lot of Bella type situations down there, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't get me started on gorillas. Oh gosh. <laughs> video I, I, video I, I, game character of guys. the week. <laughs> I, my, my third cousin. My Juan, third cousin. <laughs> Juan Cortez, dude. Freaking. <laughs> Damn. Let's put it this way. If I remember correct, um, my great great grandfather. Um, this is how like this is like how deep my the like, goons are in my family, right? My great great grandfather assassinated the, the president of, uh, of uh, El Salvador. In Guatemala, he's known as a hero, right? Go down El Salvador, completely different situation. They're like, no, the guy was an assassin. He was a freaking terrorist. Apparently, he sniped him out of a window or something along those lines. And I'm just like, that is the proudest freaking family history I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that you were part of a political revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, shut up. Did kids find My dogs were, my dogs were uh, barking at me. Bah. Anyways, but yeah, but going back to Tarkov retro gear, right? I'm like looking at like the Soviet chess rigs and whatnot like that. But and then I just got me thinking, like, dude, the Rhodesian battle jacket is like the Rhodesian battle jacket? I thought we were... Oh, are you yeah, thinking South of the, the yeah. South African, the 83? Yeah, the 83. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. For, for those of you who don't know, the 83 battle jacket is what Mad Max carries or has in the newest Mad Max. Yeah. The, um, also, 
Uh, it's in Blood Diamond. It's in. I should have bought oh, it. Oh yeah, it's in Blood Diamond. <laughs> like, everyone takes some time off. That's it's kind of too expensive. Like some for uh, plus gear. I know. I'm just gonna box something nice. Like picking my thirty. <laughs> Dude, or uh, oh. One more movie of merit uh, with the that battle jacket, uh, District Nine. Just saying. fair, fair, fair. <laughs> that freaking movie, South African as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> District Nine goes pretty hard. <laughs> it does. Like if, if you when the Niger when the Nigerian dubstep came. <laughs> yeah, you're. Okay, if, let's let's face it. If that movie does not make you just want to go to South Africa and do goon shit, I don't know why we're not broadcasting from South Africa doing goon shit right now. We could be in a patrol base. We don't know. We could be in a patrol base in Rhodesia right now. Yes, I'm still calling it that. It will never <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, um, I remember I was talking to someone from quote unquote a Zimbabwe, right? And then I looked at him. I was like, "Don't you mean Rhodesia?" He's like, "No, it's it's Zimbabwe." I'm like, "Rhodesia, yeah." And he just like looks at me. He's like, "Do you not know anything about our history?" I'm like, "Rhodesians will never die." Die. <laughs> just didn't like. They just could not fathom what I was talking about. I was like, "Just look it up." And they're like, "The Google is a thing." And then they looked it up. They're like, "Oh my gosh." I'm like, "Yes." How is it that I know more about your history than than you do, dude? Check ass. <laughs> Uh, if you people want to look at uh, some really interesting Goonie shit, look up the crippled eagles in Rhodesia. Those were a lot of a lot of them were Vietnam vets that went to Rhodesia as freaking just soldiers. And then also a lot of guys went there as like um, they weren't soldiers, but they were paramilitaries and they were guarding big like ranches. And dude, like there like the ranches out there, it was like the American West, dude. I mean, there was like. Dude, it still between. is. A lot of those guys, a lot actually, sad thing is actually on a semi-serious note, a lot of those people are actually getting like kicked out of their homes for that they've been there for like a couple hundred years now. And then that, uh, yeah, they're just getting kicked out by the, the, the other people because they're like, oh yeah, you're white. So we're going to take everything that you have. I oh know. yeah, by the way, we're also going to rape all your women and feed you to like whatever animal we have on us right now. It's like, fuck you guys. I mean, a lot of that shit was going on during the Rhodesian Brush War, and that's why a lot of, I mean, there were, I mean, there were a lot of, like, black Africans that served in the Rhodesian military that fought very hard for Rhodesia, so. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I mean, I'm I'm not condoning apartheid. I'm not saying that was, like, you know, any stretch a good thing. I'm simply stating that we we look up to people like the Rhodesians and the South Africans because of the military prowess that they bring, like their their effectiveness on the battlefield. Homies were able to do multi freaking jumps in one day. Yeah, using world <laughs> using gear from World War Two, and like everything from World War Two and. Yeah, but anyways, I actually uh, I just learned that one of my uncle's buddies was uh, a Selu scout and what? the next time he comes Whoa. over I'm fucking picking his brain apart 
Dude, uh, right Johnson, dude. please let me meet him, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, the next time he right. comes over, be like, hey, some of my homies want to meet you, man. It's like, dude, Serlo's, dude, yes. Dude, yes, I know. He's he's the coolest person. He was the coolest person before I knew about that, because he does, like, uh, falconry, and he goes out hunting with his falcons and shit. Like, of course he's he already just a cool person. So he's <laughs> like, literally I just the guy from the, Do- the Dos Equis commercial, like the, you know, the most, the most interesting, interesting man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's him, yeah. <laughs> I don't always drink Dos Equis, but when I do, I do it with a falcon on my arm. <laughs> and an FAL on my other arm. Yeah, like, right. God, dude, that's freaking baller. And like, we got, I got, dude, uh, when I met, I him, met I'm gonna, him, I'm so going to go there. I don't know whether to do it, but I have a pair of Rhodesian pants, like the fucking fatigue pants. I don't mm-hmm. know whether I'm that would be an honor or if that would be like a like it, I'm not worthy moment. <laughs> I don't know. You just wait. Uh, well, I mean, if it was anyone else, I'd probably say it would be like a cool thing. But for a scout, uh, probably just a what the fuck you doing, kid? <laughs> listen yeah, here, yeah. I could, listen here. I could definitely here. see that. <laughs> It's like, I, I, dude, I, I, it's like, will you sign my ass cheek on the fucking, you know, on the fucking pants? <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, man. I, we got, we do have to ask him the eternal question, G3 versus FAL. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a good one. Grando, I do like the, the G3 just because... It's just a good operating system. Just like this, just face it. It's, it's a good one. But the FAL is amazing as well. It's like saying, which is your, like, which is your favorite candy bar? You'll like them both. And you're just like, I, I want them both. But yeah, it is definitely a hard choice. Yeah. The They're G3 is more. Yeah. I think the G3 is easily, more easily modernized but an fal like if you're talking about bare bones fal to g3 i I prefer the fal yeah i think the fal is more ergonomic to what we're used to Mm -hmm. as far as like the g3 having to switch to that forward charging handle it being reciprocating that's more of a Mm -hmm. like a learning curve yeah, and especially, dude, if I could get like an SA58, like a modernized one with a folding stock and like an 18-inch barrel, I'd fucking mm-hmm. rock the shit out of it. I want to buy one so bad, but <laughs> two grand for them is just yeah, that's hard. a set of nods. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's a big. It's ass two here. grand for a battle rifle with not that good of accuracy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take five hundred dollars extra. Put, Buy myself a set of nods and just call it a day. Thank you very much. And in 308. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> and in yeah. 308. Oh, yeah. I have I have fired FALs before. I don't know if you guys have, but I have yeah. actually fired FALs before. And they are so, so pleasant to fire. Oh, yes. Very much so. Granted, though. And, like... and I'm talking about when I say FAL, I'm like Belgian... Like when you think of Congo fucking paratroopers, like when I think of Congo paratroopers, I think of my cousin. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm talking about like uh, the original FALs, like the L1. Yeah, it's not not an L1A1. It didn't have wooden furniture, but it was like the Belgian 
like you know that it was an STG 58 actually. Yeah. Which is well, the Austrian one, but I, I, sorry, I didn't fire the STG 58, but I did get to hold it. But I did uh, fire another like an FAL, like a L1A1 style, yeah. but with plastic furniture. It was cool. Like, yeah. have, have you so, guys? Okay, not not to cut you off, but have you guys ever seen like like uh, just looked up pictures of of like the solo scouts on like the bush war? Yes. Is it me or do they uh, look like just like ultra like backpackers with just web gear? Yeah, they're they're super <laughs> hippie. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are like the they are the boogeyman goonish hippies. Dude, you know, like, like I I look I'm looking at this one picture right on 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 Reddit, and it's these two two homies with their FALs right. They got their Rhodesian like chest rigs on right, and they're just the minimalistic, just like just to have just for mags, shorty shorts tank top freaking a hat that looks like you could bought it off our uh, out of rai and some freaking chuck taylors and i'm like i i feel like i've seen these guys out on the trail around here like i i'm certain i have because like it, it's just like just looking at these guys it's probably why we like all three of us have a connection with guys because like we look at these guys are like these look like our homies around here <laughs> and they're all and they're all rocking like fucking you know awesome beards. Yeah, awesome beards, or even some guys with like less than stellar beards, but they're just just because they're there, it makes it just that much better. <laughs> and uh, so, me and my buddy uh, in Texas, you know, I've, I've told you about him multiple times. That, but uh, as a joke, one year I got him a pair of like reproduction uh, Rhodesian shorts. Mm-hmm. And he wore those sh- he wore those things everywhere when we were stationed in Hawaii together. Mm-hmm. And he wore them when when I visited him out on the ranch in Texas. He'd wear that shit. But and he also uh, they we uh, they actually sent us an extra one. But they, it was a hat. It was a Rhodesian brushstroke hat. But it was called a Kiku hat, and it's based off the French pattern where it has like the neck guard on the back. Oh yeah. Dude, it was actually kind of cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of about the neck guard on the back of the hat. Like, Honestly, for... like, uh, Blaine can, like, he can vouch for me. Like, that neck guard in Africa is a must. Like, the UV index, the sun is just different in Africa. It is what, just... Uh, I don't know, their little ball claw thing they give us? No, 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 no. Like, how, like, um, the Solo Scouts, even, like, if you look, go back to even, like, the French Foreign Legion, they have that, like little like uh cloth that's in the back of the hat that covers the oh, back of the yeah. neck like that is such a must in, in africa like if you yeah, don't have that you... You. oh gosh it is... why we like... didn't issue that shit in afghanistan i will never know never know i did I'd that rather... one range with uh, the marsau guys in a t-shirt because they were like fuck your co he isn't here we're here and i was like <laughs> hell yeah you're right Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> took off my top and I was just in t-shirt and body armor. For one, greatest experience of my life. Fuck the uniform top. <laughs> and two, I got so burnt. It was horrible. I think I remember that too. Oh, I but at like a point, afternoon. I started getting covered with so much moon dust that it didn't matter. Gosh. <laughs> I still have red dirt on on my gear from Africa because of that moon dust. Gosh dang it. I just dumped out a bunch on my plate carrier. (laughs) 
All right, I got one for you guys. Go ahead. So, each of us has three um, retro pieces of gear that we want modernized or that have been modernized that we really like and that deserve to make a comeback. Three pieces of kit. It, clothing, kit, whatever. First one, right off the bat, LBEs. I don't care what anyone says. A modernized LBEs. The, the Brits... Yeah. That Got velocity it. systems jungle kit, bro. Dude, yes. <laughs> if that wasn't six hundred bucks, fair. I I, I can live knowing, with a bl- no, knowing what I know about Blaine, it's still six hundred bucks, and he still looks at it like you know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Kind of like I could afford that right now. <laughs> I could. Puts it could. puts it in his cart, takes it out of his cart, puts it into his cart, takes it out of his cart. I'm like No, no, he doesn't even do that much. He just saves it for later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm right, aren't I? <laughs> uh, I do a mix of both. And then I like <laughs> I'll go in and I'll put the pieces of it because you can like you can buy it separate. Kind mm-hmm. of, and I put the pieces in there, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is like twenty bucks cheaper." <laughs> <laughs> A grand twenty bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, with your ten percent military discount. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? Ten percent is ten percent. Just that. Just saying. That, that covers the shipping company, though. That's a. Uh, a weird. <laughs> yeah. Weird, weird to put on there. <laughs> But so mod- so LBEs and modernized LBEs is one of your decisions. All right, Blaine, you go. Uh, I don't know. A lot of things I like have been modernized. Well, then say the ones that you like. I would like a better modernized Alice pack. A hundred percent. Well, that would be yes. Yeah. The ones that we just got issued, they just, they need a few tweaks to be perfect. I like so pretty damn good though, right? The the shoulders just a little bit further apart, so it's not grazing your neck would be nice. Yeah. The pouches just a little bit bigger. It's almost there. Oh, it's like Which, so, I mean, so, so close. Which I mean, if you an Alice pad, you can just switch out, you know, and then. The frame? the frame and make it better which i'm also that brings me to raptor tactical mm-hmm. they're doing polymer alice frames Ooh! And i'm super excited for them to release those because i Dude. will definitely pick one up yeah like let me know when that becomes a thing because i will 100 percent like throw money down on that and i'd probably end up replacing my um do you remember my my overly stock uh jackhammer yeah yeah the one with the alice frame Love that pack. Great pack, right? Hands down, one of the comfiest packs I've ever used in my life. Rocking, everything else like that. Great pack. Only thing is, though, it has a steel Alice frame. So it is heavy as balls, right? And the thing is, like, and I've never, no matter what company it's been, whether it's been Tactical Taylor, Regan Blackhawk, Elberly Stock, anyone who makes, like, modernized um alice packs even like london bridge and all them the number one fault like fault i like the number one like downfall of the alice that i don't like is how loud they are 
Like you get that sucker squeak. Just squeak every time you go. It's like, it drives me up a wall. I'm just like, gosh, like this is absolute. Like, if like, yeah, everything's nice, packed tight. Okay, pack feels good. Awesome, right? Fits over my armor. Great, awesome. And then I'm like walking, just like, my gosh. So yes, I'm totally down for a better Alice pack. Like. I, I am down for that. What about you, Lauren? Um, coming in, uh, Ed, I know we've talked about this before, but you're kind of like, eh, about it, but the Jeep cap from World War II. The heck is Do the Jeep cap? It's like, a be- like the beanie. It. Yeah, well, Google it. Google it. <laughs> Google is a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, the freaking yeah. Ben Margera's hat from freaking 2005. But, uh, dude, I, I think they're ready for a comeback. Yeah. They, they honestly, I, I used to rock these hats. I used to rock these hats all the time. Back in, like, oh. 2005 to 2007. Usually when I was snowboarding or just with my long, like, emo hair. <laughs> I... Like that's that's all I think about when I see these these hats, but yeah, the the it's like a beanie with a freaking bill on there. It's like they're they're good hats. It's just people definitely make those. Yeah, I've seen that. Wait, and as a as a caveat to this, because NCO privilege here, senior NCO privilege here. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I said it. Fucking. <laughs> um, I have to go to dental the, now. Uh, the French uh, pattern forty nine, like the uh, Indochina brush hat. Like the, it, just look up French Indochina brush uh, brush hat or bush hat. I'm looking that up right now because it's bad. Just enough. Yay or nay, boys? What do you think? One second. My internet wants to. It's a boonie cap. Ish. <laughs> it's kind of a boonie cap. It's a fedora. Oh. It's, a, it's, a, it's a fedora boonie cap. That, yeah, it's it's the boonie cap that like allows you like to indent the hat, the the head, so then you can actually make it look like an Aussie hat. It you looks. It's it's half slouch hat, and half boonie cap. And I'm, I'm down it. for it. I'm Honestly, I'm it. I'm actually really surprised that. What uh, is that huh? Indochina hat. Just look up Indochina hat. No, well, in French Indochina military hat. It's because when you look up Indochina hat, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you mean like a rice paddy hat?" I'm like, no, not a rice paddy hat. Grand though, just saying. Like those right, like those rice paddy hats. They keep the sun off of you. They're just the Asian like freaking sombrero. I mean, yeah, if, dude, if you wear a rice paddy hat, you automatically have to be a Ronin. Just saying. Or. <laughs> nah, he needs that. He needs that shitty steel clamped SMG that the VC used. Dude, dude, the Mat 49 is not a steel, is not a piece of shit. That thing is pretty fucking cool, dude. It is cool. You know, I. I play games with it, but it is just the <laughs> ugliest little thing. 
it may be <laughs> ugly, but it, it's remarkably, um, it is remarkably uh, tough and resilient from what I hear. From what I hear. <laughs> from what I hear. From what well, I only experience with it as uh, in Rising Storm 2. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the de- I've seen people do tests with them. It's the it's a it's just a simple blowback, you know, nine millimeter SMG. So it's like it's it's really hard to fuck that one up. Oh no, I've seen some pretty yeah, bad rice patty hat though. <laughs> yeah, but, totally rocking rice patty hat. Like if that that would actually be really funny. <laughs> actually, like rocking. Honestly, if you think about it, like if you're just going on the field. Can you really think of a better hat than a rice paddy hat or a sombrero? No. No. Like. Yeah, the boonie cap. <laughs> oh, even the boonie cap. Like, the bill's kind of small. So, it, yes, it keeps the sun off of you just enough. But if you had, like, a nice wide brim sombrero, right? That <laughs> actually give you some, can actually give you some shade. Like. I remember working out, like working in building houses and whatnot, doing construction, wearing a sombrero. People laugh at me, like, "Oh, that is the that is the most stereotypical thing I've ever seen in my life." Right? All the white guys would say that. I'm like, "Here, put this thing on, work in it for about half an hour. Tell me how you like it." And then they're like, "Dude, I, I never knew." They it was like a religious experience for these guys, right? Because they're like, the sun was off of me, the breeze would catch and just cool me off. I'm like, I see now why y'all wear this, and I'm like. Yeah, now you know. That is why. It's like it's a thing. Yeah, like, all NTC. I just stuck with the uh, uh, the Shimog and the sniper app. Yeah. yeah, and just put that in the hood. Oh man, when that wind, you'd feel the wind. You just turn towards it, and it would just circle around your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing better. All right, sure. so back to Ed mm. for retro gear. So. Like, so I, I've been playing around with retro gear for a hot minute, right? Because, like, like I said before, right, I've been I've been about that, that retro gear for most of my life, growing up, watching all these things, right? And got into the, that Nixie works, right? Because freaking Blaine got me all hooked on that. And, dude, that thing, I don't know why we went away from it. Because it's your first line, second line, and third line gear. Only thing it's missing is your is your your body armor. And thing is, you could throw your body armor on top and still be just as comfy. Like I was carrying what they ten mags because we can't shrink our gear. You know, well, yeah, we can't shrink our gear, but at the same time, it's like think like if you can carry everything you need for like three days on your person with that. And but then again, big army, U.S. Army loves just packing on more stuff. It's like, oh, we made this lighter by. A few ounces guess what we're gonna add another two pounds onto you because fuck you I and we're gonna make it but, but here's a marshmallow considered the marshmallow suit and you're just like <laughs> fuck you and you're like no you have to take it with you it's one of your and i'm just god if i would have known what i know now i would never have brought that thing i would have left it behind i would have left it behind 90 percent of my stuff and then when i got back to home station I'd be like here's that stuff y'all wanted Bye. Yeah, I was I was mad that they made us pack, and then What's... I was mad that they issued me another marshmallow suit before we left Texas. 
And then I was mad that they didn't want it back. So I had to come home with two marshmallow suits. Now, which are they I both on your clothing record? Three, I have three marshmallow suits on my clothing record sitting in my locker right now. That is the big gay. Dude, I, I'm super salty about it. Hey, <laughs> Ed, Ed, yeah. I'm just letting you know we might have to do a part two to this as well. I, I think we, we might need to stop for an intermission. What do y'all think? Y'all, y'all want to go make a, a beer run real quick? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, all right. Intermission well, time. Yeah, intermission time. So, we'll be back after these commercial breaks. If I'm still alive. All right. Intermission. Sit back, relax, have yourself some nice popcorn, tell that special someone to make you a sandwich while we go down the rabbit hole. And we know the rabbit hole goes deep, almost as deep as my love for you. But in all actuality, I'm still lost and have no idea where I am. And Ted's wife's probably going to be really mad at the fact that I took the last soda. So... Bye. Or hi. And we're back. So, everyone got their their nice beverage of choice. Blaine, what'd you you get? Uh, I'm trying out these... uh... Oh man, what are they? I don't remember what the box. Uh, it's the truly poolside. They're uh, they have some pretty good flavors, so I'm trying them on right now. They got kiwi mojito. Ooh. Oh my god! Um, strawberry melon fizz, pina colada. I'm and... a sucker. Orange peach fizz. I'm trying these right now, and they are pretty good so far. Wow, nice. I'm over here like I'm just drinking Miller Lite, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I had well, my fun with the military in college, and drinks got to taste good. <laughs> well, I can't do all that crap anymore. It just hurts. Johnson, you could Johnson, you can ask Ed. I have a very fine taste when it comes to things like whiskey. Like, he, he's not wrong yeah well I had to break into Ted's uh, supply <laughs> stash maybe it was his kid's supply stash but I found some uh, ultra peach uh, peachy keen monster because I gotta stay awake so then because if I hear the dogs again I'm gonna have to be running <laughs> again I may thank god for creeks because I was able to like go down the creek and they weren't able to smell me so I was cold wet and miserable yeah so retro gear um getting back into it uh ed Ed, what was you were saying what yeah i was saying um like how lbe's like like i've been about that life i've been really liking like retro gear i've used retro gear in the past even before I, i enlisted with different training events and things like that different training schools and some of my favorite gear that i've ever used in my life was retro gear 
one of which was the Israeli recon chess rig. If you can find those suckers, they're, they're not super expensive, and they're they're actually pretty much like when you see modern, like minimal gear. That's a a, a lot of what it is. It's a spot for about five mags, um, three mags, and a radio if you don't wanna if you wanna use that like the oversized pouch onto it, and two pen slots. In the back, it has this uh, this little back pouch, perfect for like putting a stripped MRE and like mission essential gears. Like if you want to put a, a claymore back there, perfect for that. Absolutely perfect. But the thing about this, it's that it's low pro. Doesn't it's not super bulky. A lot like uh, a lot of the things like you see nowadays, like <laughs> that guys are all about is like those big clunky just chest rigs don't know why right like guys just want to have everything in, under this in, including the kitchen sink on their chest and i'm just like why not disperse this gear like put it somewhere uh, else right well, that's why i was a big fan of the spiritus like chest rig like um the spiritus like micro chest rigs love that thing absolutely fantastic because it's it's just what you need i can put three to five mags on there and still have a battle bell and whatnot but yeah i'm about to get rid of my thing too and just go for those expander wings for the radio honestly it's just the better way to go because it's like like looking back on like what guys used to run it's like guess what they they ran things pretty slick right they they uh they they ran things slick they ran as minimal as possible guess what they didn't want to carry a bunch of stuff on them because that just ounces lead to pounds pounds lead to pain every backpacker and their grandmother knows that right and every grunt swears by it exactly <laughs> right sometimes we pack yeah. too big armies like hey you need to carry this marshmallow suit and all this extra bullshit because fuck you and your back and your knees because we're in such a heavy like battle belt uh i don't know what you'd call it cult <laughs> like See. everyone's just focused about like the battle belt and when you run those big ass chest rigs like you struggle so much to get to whatever's on your belt yeah and so that... for those of us that run that quick AR mag and like our pistol mags and everything and then you have to clear your space on your side for your pistol it just it just becomes a pain in the neck just yeah, really us. And yeah, then that's... all the gun bunnies, you know, they jump on the hating on the minimalist chest rigs. It's like, well, yeah, because they never had a you guys don't do shit. It. <laughs> so. like, oh, I just yeah, because it, yeah, it's like go run a go go run a class. I'm not even saying go overseas and use it, right? Go to a class and see how well you can run your gear. Like, telling me he's like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Look at my gear. I'm like, okay, cool, man. He's like, best like if best thing you do and even guys who work who are in the service right like ask me about it's like blocking plates right we're like queers in our in our unit and guys see what we run and we never have our gear because we think things through but guys are like hey what should i run i'm like and they show me their their stuff like we have one guy like when he was overseas he wanted to carry 20 mags on him uh dude Yo, what in the Mac V song are you doing? <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, I, the I, only I, time <laughs> you should ever have 20 mags is like the four or five 
that you can grab and then the rest in a backpack right <laughs> like, okay straight up homie had a pez dispenser or the <laughs> like he's just, got that army he's got that insane. army of suppression going down oh dude yeah. straight, <laughs> right aggro just ga 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 right and like and i'm just like looking at him like dude, like how many bucks it's like that's added weight he's like i don't care about the weight i'm like dude you've been in for a minute and if you're saying that dude more power to you but guess what my spine hates me already and I don't want to yeah, like. He doesn't really care it. about the weight because he's an OC. He has a special <laughs> truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So I'm like, and what I tell him is like, okay, you want to you want to carry this stuff? Go to a here. Here's a training class. Here's a training course, right? That you can go to, right? They'll give you a sweet discount. You'll learn a lot that the army will never teach you, right? And you will learn so much about your gear right off the bat in the first five minutes that you more you'll learn more in that five minutes than you will have in an entire weekend in a training exercise with the army like guaranteed and homie doesn't want to do it i don't know why he doesn't want to do it and so guess what they like we run into those guys with those massive chest rigs with all this stuff on their front and then when they try using a uh, a belt rig they can't even get a they can't get a mag out they're like oh this is stupid it's like no it's not stupid you're stupid it's like then you get guys like us you're like okay yeah i have three four five on my chest right that's low pro i have my little like pouch that i can put my cell phone in in my patrol gummies and then i have three more on my belt along with some pistol uh, pouches my freaking ifac and a and my freaking sidearm guess what i'm kush i can put my rucksack on I can go and run an off with this and still be slick. I can still run, go in the prone position and still be fine. It's like weird how that works out when you actually think things through. But then that kind of goes back to like what worked before in the past. And then I started thinking about it more. Like when you showed me that the, the Nixie, right? Blaine bought that yeah. zero regrets. Like, yeah, no regrets. It's so no, much easier just to distribute weight between. Oh yeah your shoulders and hips like even now like doing work every night like the last few nights just because i've been feeling under the weather Mm -hmm. and that hasn't helped anything i haven't put on my plate carrier once because that bitch just wrecks my back and my rifle weighs a million pounds like it's just it's hard to just be like oh and i I in Somalia I ran three M4 mags on my belt and then I had my Spiritus and I had to stop doing that because having so much weight on my belt fucked up my hips every day. Mm-hmm. Having too much weight on the plate carrier fucked up my back. Yeah. It's just such a hard middle ground to face when you can just low pro if you really need body armor and then throw on an lbe and the weight just disappears like it doesn't hurt everything is comfortable but whatever it's yeah, not like, service related right <laughs> no never is <laughs> all right so all right Blaine, back to you or, or is it to me now you all right so to me boys the field jacket's ready for a comeback the, the smokers like the liner no like the whole thing the smoker liner was part of the field jacket that is the liner for the jacket 
the field jacket is like what we used in like Vietnam and like Korea, World War Two, like all the way up into like kind of storm and got uh, it's the it's the the field jacket that guys wore before the UCP came out. Yeah, yeah. In various patterns. There's different and in various actual like types, but if you look up like the uh, just look up field uh, like Vietnam field jacket blame, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah I've seen it. I just wanted the, the clarification. Or yeah, harder. I mean, and I know a lot of people uh, have a modernized version of it, like triple odd if you're getting really fucking bougie with it makes a really like makes a smock like a lot of people make it uh, um, as a matter of fact uh, Helicon Tex for their international store makes it for the uh, Polish army and for the British army I think actually so hmm. that's dope. I think it definitely deserves a comeback uh, but cold weather you know it's only certain scenarios most of the military Honestly? in the country can't really use cold weather all that much but that's so one of those but a field jacket is a good thing to have without having to have like a winter jacket you know like see i i yeah I, like for like the times that we like when we go up to to like washington or things like that right when the, cool. the weather is just cold enough where you're like you know what i don't need a gore-tex but I do want something kind of warm to kind of shed what little like moisture there is in the air that comes down and just something that kind of keep me warm something to wear around in while we're just kind of like out in the field like that would do you be not have the full seven layer I uh, I do but at the same time I I don't want to wear at all of it all at once because like the the full seven layer it's it, it's a great system I'm not gonna say it's not but it would um, be nice to just have a just a jacket to be the sake of a jacket. I'm just saying. Well, guys, that's that, you're, um, guys, 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 windbreaker. Guys, See, I guys. don't like the light windbreaker because it's like it's too lightweight and it's like it doesn't really shed anything off. Like I used the the field jacket as my hunting jacket for years. Right, that was my my hunting jacket, and I would hoof it up and down mountains with that sucker. And I'm like, you know what? This is super comfy. I would have my 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 pack on me, my my hunting rifle on me, and it was always just a good, like as the name states, field jacket, and I've never really experienced that with any of the, the the modern jackets that we have because they're either too thin, too they they trap in too much moisture, they're too bulky, or they're like they just get dirty. I guess like like the, the buffalo jacket, it's a great jacket, but guess what? It's like you start rolling around the dirt in it, and guess what? Everything in it and just gets caught up on it because it's fuzzy so it's like mm, it's 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 really hit or miss with me with the the, the new seven layer system but i know you want to yeah, say that's fair yeah all, all i'm gonna say is guys you're on the air with someone who went through the arctic survival course and knows the army seven layer sleep uh seven layer system like the back of his hand just <laughs> okay. yeah, well you haven't touched the new seven layer system so slow down there but <laughs> yeah dude i'm mr I, I've only been out, out here i've yeah, only he, been he's... out for two years jesus yeah he's he knows about it he's very familiar still with there. it well i mean they, yeah. they've revised a few stuff because i keep getting new things through supply that I didn't even think existed. Yeah. I, I thought it was funny that guys were still, um, guys had the, uh, 
liners like we called them smokers jackets it was like essentially like a woolly hoodie like what a lot oh, of dude, are i use that thing all the time well <laughs> like you know what that is right it's the liner for the field jacket that is the liner for the old school field jacket and a lot of yeah. people don't realize that yeah no nah, yeah, those things are super kick-ass <laughs> oh yeah dude i wear that thing i like, think if there was a goon version of like a leisure suit, I think that would be it. Like, well, you know, see, my next purchase is gonna be the Helicon Tex Swagman roll poncho. Uh, Ooh, yes. I, that's probably my next thing. Like, you can use it as a sleeping bag. It's a kick-ass jacket if you wanted to, and you can go the extra step to make it fully waterproof instead of like resistant or whatever mm -hmm. and it's just it's an amazing little thing to have and just being able to throw that in your pack and that's like especially for summer like yep that's i just throw that over me and i can sleep in it wake up in the morning when it's kind of chilly and dewy throw it on no problem i Something like that. I think it's just the ground break. Because oh, yeah. they could turn that whole seven layer system into two or three. But you mean like they used to? <laughs> yeah, like they used to. Like it doesn't need to, but it's not super complicated where you're like, oh yeah, no, I wear this. For sure. I love yeah. twenty pounds of just clothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Alaska, there's there's just we learned very quickly that there's just the practical application of the layering system you can only put on so many clothes before it's like you know it's just too cold to conduct military operations <laughs> there's like, only too many layers before you're like okay why did you give me a size medium for all of these <laughs> and, and we're in full kit and we're in the striker and the striker's heater is working for once which is by the way a fucking miracle when it happens <laughs> the fact that any like temperature control item works in any military vehicle is a godsend and a miracle at any point like moses himself is the one who touched it and said yep you're working today god himself came down and said i pity you young infantrymen i know that you have no energy drinks left and that you know the big and and that uncle sam who i respect dearly is giving you the proverbial back slap but yes <laughs> today you shall have my blessing and not die <laughs> See, that's one. almost worse though because you get into the striker you know that it shouldn't be working <laughs> and then you just get hit with 80 degrees of heat in and full then you're kit. in the back of a striker with your full unit trying to rip all your shit off. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> oh, gosh. Have you ever seen people take shits in armored vehicles? It's funnier than hell. No, I could never. <laughs> it would be... I, would be I, will, so I will pull that. But heat shits are a thing, and they are awful. Like, they are... Oh, gosh. I remember my... I, I had like heat shits while I was in Africa, right? <laughs> and while we were at the range, like it, it, when the heat shits just hit you, it hits you, and there's nothing you can do. And this is why I tell everyone, it's like carry wet wipes wherever you go, and like keep it in your kit, keep it in your ruck, keep it in your day pack, keep it in your pocket, keep it always, right? Because 
the heat shit says hit me and i'm just like i okay i start i start looking around there's nothing around us i'm like you know what there's a mortar crater out in the distance right over there i'm gonna go take a shit in that thing right and i just run out there right drop my 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 drop my pants right just, still full kit on right and just trying and taking a shit here right i think i was doing a 240 range and finally shitting like, <laughs> in full kit including a helmet is just awful oh, it's right? horrid <laughs> and then i'm like i'm just taking a shit right and i hear freaking the <laughs> i hear Belgian just out in the distance he's like garcia where the hell are you at right and he just looks like someone's like oh he's over there taking shit and right and he's like, and it's like i'm just knuckle deep just wiping myself <laughs> and, I'm just like, and we lost that night. and he knew it's like heat shits it's like yeah and i'm just like knuckle deep i'm like i'm i'm still wiping i'm gonna make eye contact now just look at you look at what you did to me you did this you, you did this. this. <laughs> you told me here, and now look what you've done. You I've, all look I've, done, I've, 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 I've taken shits in some pretty majestic places, to include Hawaii, like the jungles of Hawaii, the mountains in Alaska, and like damn near like the Swiss Alps. It was it was in the German uh, version of NTC, like Fair. that area, like. I've taken shits in pretty majestic places, but taking shits. And Some of my best shots, negative, like negative fifty, taking shits outside. <laughs> oh fuck! Like, Some of my uh, best I like, uh, camo was while taking a shit in majestic places. The army has put me. Like Blaine could attest; he's seen some of my pictures when I've taken a shit. Like just the view I've gotten, I'm just like, like NTC. Some prime uh, place. NTC, NTC, you get some like beautiful shit, man. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Sunset and sunrise and night times at, at NTC are just absolutely gorgeous. Like I have had some of my worst shifts of my life. The <laughs> army, though. In Yakima oh, when god. we were there and the snow was hip deep <laughs> and like we were out there doing a live fire range a little bit of time before we had to go and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna explode. And I went into that porta potty, dropped my pants, everything went inside of me. I was like, alright, this isn't a good start. <laughs> Sat my ass down on that seat. Done. <laughs> that, was, that was it. I was frozen. <laughs> oh my god. So I couldn't will that shit to come out of my ass fast enough. <laughs> so on uh, that note, uh, on that note, um, I, we've kind of run out of, unless anybody's got some other stuff, uh, uh, vintage Grand military up. gear for me, um, patterns, patterns wise, uh, Tiger Stripe is always going to be badass. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like, the only thing I can think of would be like, bring back those old camouflages, like Tiger Stripe, M81. M81. Yeah, M81. Like, Dude, I don't care if it doesn't work as what they wanted it to, but Desert Night Camo looks fucking cool. I don't care. I love it. Oh, Desert Night Camo as a, as a top a OCP bottoms just looks just right. Can we agree on that? It looks right, and if you get the right production, 
of Desert Night camo where it's like just the right amount of green. Mm-hmm. It works just as good as any floral camo. Like yeah. that's I, I want that as a field jacket. I uh, dude, I have tried so hard <laughs> to get so far. the original uh, Desert Night camo DNC like flip around parka where you can flip it inside out for whatever camo. And yeah. And it's like usually chocolate chip. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's either some dude asking way too much for it, for horrible quality, or they just don't exist. Yeah. And I know they're all stuck in NDC. I know they're all there. <laughs> yeah. They're okay, still can anyone please tell me why on they have so much dcu at ntc why do they why do they like insist on giving us the pants with blown out crotches that go down to your knees like i don't know that i mean switching up the camouflages for enemies made sense yeah like it makes sense but the fact that they use dcu is just kind of weird i i get it though it's like it's a it's something we have it's surplus right they have it there but at the same time, like, why literal? Why give us literal garbage? Like, I can yeah, I don't know, especially because their their units there. Yeah, that's all they do is be enemies, and it's like you look at some of the other training sites, like, and they have people that like legitimately look like people in Afghanistan, people in Iraq, and it's like, like, yeah, like I don't know why. Like, like, yeah, it's like, the, I I gotta give it to the G-men in uh, JRTC and Polk. Like those guys are, they go hard. Like that they do. I, yeah, we'll see that. Well, I'll see that in a few months. Fucking loser. Don't worry, Ed. They're taking back that uh that fax crap. So yep. you'll be back in when we go to OTC next year. Hey, that's fine, right? That's fine. I'll, I'll I'll be ready then. This hey, time, I think it's a hey Johnson, have you realized how fucked we've gotten just on like a weird little tangent? We had NTC last year, JRTC this year, OTC next year, and then they're talking about NTC again the year after. Honestly, okay. I know a lot of like the new guys. They 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 hated freaking NTC. They're like, this is this sucks. This is awful. Like for us though, we 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 went there more or less straight out of like coming back from overseas. To me, it just felt like being overseas again. But I liked with, being yeah. on four. I yeah, don't like, think I would like hearing what the assaulting units were doing. I don't think I would like to do that at all. Yeah, I'd be a very angry boy. Oh, I mean, shit! I almost fought the fucking supply sergeant because he was just a douche. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real douche. <laughs> the little um, douche. When he wanted me and my squad to move and just decided instead of asking like a human being and just honked the LTV horn when I was probably 20 inches in front of it, that was about it. I, I was gone. <laughs> that wasn't me anymore. <laughs> Dude, I, honestly, I love the fact they kept killing me with a god gun so early on in a lot of situations, because then I was just like, you know what? I don't have to do anything anymore. Went, Ed. yo, 
Ed and Johnson, I gotta ask you one thing. And Ed, I know you, I've kind of asked you this in a half-joking manner, but I gotta get Johnson's opinion on this, too. Blaine's, uh, yeah, Blaine's opinion, what's up? Well, so if I enlisted National Nasty Girl and I joined up with you guys, where do you think they'd throw me? Well, let's see, it depends. Uh, I could they... probably since you're up your way into my team right now so but since they kept your rank yeah so if if you were on if you continue being unvaxxed you'd probably end up getting stuck with me and now they're dropping that they just released an article they're dropping that whole thing so that means i can finally like go to blc and become an nco at some point they are dropping it. They're in the process of it. Nice. Where do you think, where do you think they'd throw me, guys? Honestly, they, they if they kept your rank, even if they didn't keep your rank, they'd probably like put you immediately as uh, as as corporal. And you would have you would have a team leader slot. Yeah, we have enough like, space for it. Yeah, Grandma will never stick me in one. Oh, if maybe. I, uh... If I wanted to be Recky, do you guys have Recky or no? We do. Uh, we have a sniper unit in Ashland. Yeah. Uh, just, the scouts uh, are all up north. <laughs> if you wanted to be fucking Cav and whatnot. Not Cav. I'm just trying to be freaking scouts. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. That that would be. Yeah, that'd be up. Uh, that'd be down south. But yeah, you could definitely be part. Still be with our unit and do that. But you wouldn't be with the, us. You'd, you'd the the in dock. For our snipers is so ridiculously easy. <laughs> I've honestly it's really like, thought about doing it. <laughs> I've thought about doing it too. Dude, let's 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 flood it. Let's just mountain. get let's get everybody there and let's convince Haggy to go too. He won't. Nah, he won't. Haggy won't. <laughs> we uh, really like have to be a section sergeant and sniper so he wouldn't get to do anything. Yeah. I'm just saying, can you imagine it would be like Haggy as the leader and then like me, you guys? It'd be fun as shit. Yeah. Like honestly, like it, it, it would be super fun, but I if I remember correct, he he's he's done that before in uh, in a different branch. Yeah, so that sniper and marine. Yeah, so he, he did that for a hot minute. So and then he's he's all about that that line guy life right now, which I do not blame him. I like being a line guy too. But at the same time it would I be like nice. that or I'd wanna be like in weapons. Oh, you could oh. definitely get into weapons. Oh, yeah. so much. We have a team leader <laughs> spot open in weapons right now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. You'd be with some, actually, some solid dudes. Uh, like, you'd be with some solid dudes, and as well as, like, you'd be, you would have a, a quite a few new boots with you as well. And those guys, like, they, they need senior senior leadership, because they, they are... Boys, I'm rusty. Rusty. Trust me, your rusty is better than their sharper days. <laughs> oh yeah, but, oh, I've yeah. seen them be yelled at. <laughs> oh yeah, quite a bit. And I'm just there, part of the freaking just goon squad. Just like, yep, I'm doing Jack and Dick right now. I'm just here sipping my coffee while in my smoker's Dude, jacket. Can you, I, I would if they sent me to basic training. I they won't fucking lose my shit. They wouldn't. I don't yeah, think they I don't would. Think they would. That'd be asinine. Uh, I think you have to be like out for five years in order for that to be a thing. 
it's like yeah, it's like five or six. Yeah, it's like grand grand though. To be fair, it'd be stupid easy now though. They got rid of the they got rid of what was it? The freaking uh, the shark attack. They got rid of most I, smokings. I'm just uh, like yeah, but you're yeah, there for like, longer. I thought they should it again. I'd look at all of them and be like, "Yeah, at ease, their big drill sarge." (laughs) (laughs) Funny enough, actually, when I went in, there were some guys that actually had prior service, and like after like because uh, because with O because we all went through OSIP, right? Once the basic portion of OSIP finished, they actually like because they 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 were wearing their ranks, right? They're like, okay. They were a lot more chill with these guys. Like, okay, no, you you have prior service. Okay, yeah, put, go ahead and do your AR six seventy one haircut. You don't need like buzz your head anymore. Cause like they gave them so much leeway. It was like, oh wow, that's actually pretty impressive. Randall, one one guy, he was prior Navy, right? He was an, he was an NCO in the Navy, and I was talking to him, asking him a question. And he's like, why aren't you staying in parade dress? And I'm like. That's why. <laughs> That's why. It's like we are all here together right now. It's like I, yeah, I get bro, it. just because you were in the navy, you aren't in the army yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck. If you aren't out of basic training, I don't really care what your rank is. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like even when you are, I still don't care. <laughs> yeah, I really don't care even now. <laughs> Those kids we have that are fucking ranger tabbed. Oh, fuck. I don't give a shit what you have to say, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's funny when they try flexing and then there's just all the senior guys just like, <laughs> you're cute. And then they're like, I loved when our LT was just like, yeah, being ranger tabbed doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I love Ed. that, man. Ed. And Barbie doll, I love that, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Aryan Barbie doll. Yeah, I've met the man. <laughs> I've gotten the plane. I've actually met the man. <laughs> we love him to death. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, have I ever told you guys the plan I want to do with him? I want yeah. to get him an SS. Get a camera from uh, the 1940s, right? Germany, all the whole nine yards, right? Take a picture of him just posing, like, as an actual, like, soldier. And then just take that picture. Go to, like, a World War II museum. Be like, hey, you know what? I was cleaning out this house and I found this picture like in a in the walls or like something crazy, some crazy story. Like, can we hang this up there? Because it looks like it, it belongs to an SS like soldier. And then we're going to be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Just put it up there and then have him come take a picture next to it in like modern like clothing and be like, yeah, look, this guy looks just like me. And just see where it goes from there. <laughs> look like Grantham's fucking Facebook page. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> he won't do it, but I'm gonna try to like drug him enough to do so. <laughs> uh, he's so dude, no, no. So I gotta ask. So top three MREs, each of us go in. Ed, you start. Top three All MREs right. go. For me, Italian sausage. Like I love the Italian sausage um, MRE. Like. Hear me out on this one, right? You have to heat it up. And you then you put in the, the cranberries that come with it. You put that in along with the, the nuts that it comes with as well. You put all that in there after it's all warmed up. But it has to be hot. Then you mix that sucker together. Oh, 
it's actually really good. Like, actually good. You you truly are a sadist. All right, Blaine. Yeah. Go. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to give the three or just one? Just one at a time. Oh, um, the spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, Basement. Sustainment. <laughs> yeah. You get spaghetti. Good calories. Good fucking whatever. Like, awesome. The snacks. Excellent. You're having a happy March because you're just gonna mow down on the best snacks and MREs you can do. <laughs> All around, really good. All right. For me, chicken pesto pasta. Mm, not bad. Not yeah, not terrible. Yeah. I I love the entree, and usually it comes with uh, usually it comes with uh, peanut butter. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing. Yeah. The. Oh yeah, and by the way, my MREs are were probably a little bit different than your guys' too. So no, no, we probably we've all probably eaten MREs from freaking Desert Storm. So yeah, Uh, Yeah. they have changed. I think they've gotten rid of three meals, and they've added a few others. I think they got rid of the the pizza, and then they got they brought it back after they they worked out the kinks because they were like moldy. So yeah, they still have the pizza. I got got one in Germany Um, that I was about, but anyway, you guys go. I but which one did they get rid of? Go ahead. Uh, Let's see. Next one after that, everyone hates it. I like it. I don't know why. I just do. The spinach fettuccine. I like what I like. That's terrible. I don't know why (laughs) I like it. I just do. I'm like the sides actually come. That, that come with it are pretty good. So. The sides on that one is pretty solid too. Like I don't know why. Like I just like dig it. Like I like spinach, right? And I'm just like, okay, I'm mowing down on this. I can eat it cold. I can eat it hot. I'm like, okay, this is fine. I know a lot of guys they don't like it, so I know I'll find it. Like anytime the MRE box goes, I'm like, I'm going to find that one. I know it's going to be in there because no one ever takes it. And at first, I just like it. Grand though, going back to the Italian sausage as well. It does come with the the cheese spread, so you when you heat it up, you put the cheese spread in there, so and then it heats up with it, so it becomes like uh, becomes nice and hot. Put that in with this with the Italian sausage. Oof, very good. But right. yeah, Johnson. All right, uh, chicken chunks. Chicken Not chunks. bad. Yeah, dude. Chunks. Awesome. <laughs> All just... around good. You slap yeah. them bitches in the tortilla, put the cheese on them, you have a good time. The only shitty part about them is the juice inside of the chicken chunk packet. You gotta <laughs> drink that it. will stain everything. You gotta drink There's, it. You got oh yeah. no. I drained that shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, the before problem. I even open the pack, I stick a hole in it and lay it down just so it'll drain. <laughs> oh god. Gosh. So All right. I got I got a funny story though about the chicken chunks before we All go right. to Lauren real quick. So I remember I got chicken chunks while I was out when I was uh, out in the field, right? It was in, in Georgia. So open that sucker up, right? And I didn't drain it, right? Like I drained it like after the fact and I I drained it semi close to where I was. Dude. I it, it was like a calling card, like as if like a bat signal in the air came out for every fire ant in a 200 meter area swarm that that little spot where i like poured the juice out on and it was oh, just yeah. 
it like it attracts so much bugs like every bug you can think of and i've i've never had a chicken chunk where when i drained it it didn't that didn't happen like so like that's why i stay away from it but it is good though like because i'll take chicken chunks out when backpacking because it's like a good just snack in general but yeah no you definitely have to drain it away from camp <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent. bringing every critter just imagine if it attracts a bear gosh that that would suck anyways all right go ahead lauren so i'm gonna cheat because i was stationed up in alaska and guess what i got nah. You cold get the weather, crazy cold weather strength. MREs. Uh, you bitch. Dude, so you know the mountain house meals that you guys see at literally every like sportsman's warehouse and all that shit? Or just any store yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they, that's who the army subcontracted through was mountain house. Oh. So that's we had why mountain I house. One, uh, whatever breakfast meal it is. Mm hmm. The skillet, the, the maple patty, the oats. You get the mm -hmm. uh, like the cereal or the oats with the freeze dried milk that's from Mountain House. Yeah, that's my favorite breakfast meal. Oh, the granola. Yeah, yeah the granola. granola. That's fun. Yeah, I've actually never had that one actually. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Holy shit! I, like, I'm gonna have that to like. That is such a good. I'm gonna have to try that one. Next time I steal a box of MREs again. But that granola? Uh, no, just go into a store and buy the granola, bro. Like also, the uh, halal. It's the same. The halal, halal MREs are good too. Halal? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, that makes sense if they, they would have a halal. Because if they have, because if it's halal. Actually, it's no. Also not, kosher. No, no, it's the other way around. Anything kosher is halal. Not everything it's halal both, is kosher. But, Yes, but they have those MREs specifically, and I've had them, and they're fucking delicious. They, they should. Well, of course, because think about it. Like anyone who who eats halal, it's like they if they if it's not Dude, good, they're they had, they're gonna they hear about lentil it. Lentil MREs with like butterscotch pudding. I was like, fuck you guys. Oof. <laughs> I, I do love me some lentils. Oh, grand though. Speaking on lentils, right? While backpacking. If you guys want want to hear a fun trick to do with lentils, I've done this before in the past. Right, you get those uh, you know those those jars that you see like peanuts in, right? You empty those like after you finish the peanuts and everything like that. You actually use that that same jar, and you put your lentils in there with your seasonings and everything like that. Add water, close it up, continue your trip right on on your backpacking trip. Like a few hours later, once you get to camp, dude, perfect. Like yeah, they're a bit cold, but guess what? They're they're soft, they're seasoned, and it's delicious. So cold steeping, huh? Yep. It's like and it works with lentils. It works really, really well with lentils. So huh. it's like yeah. So it's like little fun uh little fun tidbit, little trick that you guys can do later on in the field. Actually I might do that next time we go out in the field. Just might just carry some lentils in one of those jars, just do that. Be like when eventually when the the cooks suck at their job i'll just be there mowing down with some lentils and everyone's like where did you get that and be like fuck you there's that's where fuck you that's where <laughs> but, but, <laughs> um, that's the shit uh who's ed it's back to you oh back to me so third one for me jeez 
what is my third one? Okay, going through it. It's like I tried avoiding eating MREs whenever possible. Uh, let's see, after that, uh, Chili Mac. Can oh, never go wrong with a Chili classic. Mac. Yeah, can't go wrong with a Chili Mac. Gosh. When it, when it was, uh, when they did put the pepper sauce in with it, in the in the packet, not the little Tabasco sauce, but the mm-hmm. pepper sauce packet. Oh man, that shit was awesome. See, I always like taking a bottle of sriracha out in the field with me, so that way I'll just put that in there. And it's, there you go. Grandma, I think this time I'm going to take uh, Cholula this time. Cholula? Cholula. Because Cholula goes good with everything. Like, sriracha goes good with everything too, but Cholula is like a little bit more of a, a neutral flavor, so it goes good with, you know, continental or any, any type of like flavoring. Like, uh, sriracha goes great with like Asian and Southern cooking, but definitely Cholula goes good with just ever, anything, anything at least that, that the army would give me. That's true, and so does I mean, really any any standard, even if it was just like Tabasco, you know I like Tabasco sauce on most things. Yeah, I'm not big I'm not a big vinegar guy, so like Tabasco sauce has always been a hard pass for me. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, just because it just has too much of that vinegar taste to it. So I'm like, I just taste the vinegar instead of anything else. I'm just like, well, this is great. Like my hash browns, like Tabasco is the fucking. On hash browns, I'm going to have to do the green Tabasco. The green Tabasco, just because it's more, less vinegar, more flavor. But Ed, we got to take, we got to take Blaine to our, uh, to our favorite watering hole. Oh yes, most definitely. Maybe not this oh, coming man, weekend, but that? maybe the weekend after. Uh, some of the best steak you'll have in a, in, in maybe in a hundred mile radius. Honestly, uh, uh, and, am I wrong? Like probably the best steak in the valley. Like, oh, most definitely best steak in the valley, and probably the best steak within a hundred mile radius, easy. And you've had the breakfast too, and you know how bitching that. Dude, the is. breakfast is bomb. Oh gosh, that was great. that was good stuff. Freaking the, chicken like the chicken steak. fried steak. Oof, like that. Like, honestly, I've had chicken fried steak in the South, right? I've had chicken fried steak in, in, in Texas. And you know what? They know how to make a good chicken fried steak right there in that, at that watering hole. Like, they, it, it, it tastes just as good. I don't want, and I'm not saying that just blowing smoke out. out like, I know if anyone listens to this from those areas, you'd be like, no way it can be. Yes, yes way. It, it is yes that way. Yeah. It is that good. Like, I've had it there, and that's really good. And they do a, a hell of a good job. So and it's a lot. Yeah, and it's a lot easier to get a good chicken fried steak down there, right? Because everyone and their grandmother knows how to how to get it, how to make it. But up here, not so much. So when you find a good one, it's like finding it like a diamond in the rough is an understatement. That's like, yeah, it it is. But it's like finding the one. It's like finding the one clean Porter John overseas. Oh my god. <laughs> like tell me that that is not a miracle i i will tell you the worst port the worst port john story that i ever had in the military was in germany and um the uh everything was overflowing with puke and shit oof <laughs> and i went in there because guess what i had to take a piss because guess what i was I woke up for PT in the morning and I was probably still dr- blowing a point oh eight. Like, as one should. If if you don't come to if you don't come to PT at least once drunk, 
Are you truly infantry? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> dude, that... I, was, I was so fucked at some points that I was just like, dude, like... Yeah. It's probably I, why I, I'm, I'm... Go ahead. But the only, the only part that... I, the only reason I didn't get in trouble is, guess what? You passed? I was the, one of the only uh, NCOs that was awake during PT. Because guess what? The whole Everyone fucking else. camp got shillelagh the night before. Like, oh, that's great. Hence why I love my Nixie, right? And Blaine, you're going to love the Nixie for this too. I was able to fit like my entire like sustainment gear and still had room for a 12 pack with some extra room too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. By the way, Ed, I have a whole new pack of ranch waters for you. Oh, thank you. Water I ran out. out. Dude, I have two packs of it, and one one of it is a new flavor that they came out with, and it's watermelon. Oof. Oof. I won't, oof. The, the new flavor is Meyer lime. Meyer lime Meyer and watermelon. They Oh, gosh. They're, they're really going after it for this summer, aren't they? I'm gonna I have mean, to get. I'm gonna have to get my either my jorts or my Daisy Dukes, and then freaking float down the uh, down the the Rogan those things while drinking that. I, dude, me and uh, so me with my Nixie on. One of these days, we gotta do a float, and it's gotta be like you, me, Johnson, and fucking Avery, and maybe like Kilo or someone else, or like just you know, all our buddies, all just all yeah, together. all of our buddies, dude and do a float down the road and just get fucking day drunk as shit. Like, <laughs> With, all on ranch water. Gosh. How much ranch water would that require? All. A lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. All all the ranch water. Gosh. All, all the all the liquors. Oh yeah. Grand though. But on, on a serious note, though, when are you getting your Nixie, Lauren? I need to get a LBE. I have a, essentially a modernized uh, battle jacket, but it's it's a chest rig that essentially is a molly battle jacket with uh, multi-mag pouches in the front. But... Yeah, I've seen it. It, it kind of, honestly, what it reminds me of um, it kind of reminds me of a, it's called a, a Rhodesian, uh, geez, what's it called? A, Rod- a Rhodesian like recce rig. That's what it reminds me of. That's if you look it up, it's pretty much like a chest rig, with a, with the ability to put a plate in the front. It, it looks like that. Yours doesn't have that capability. That's just what it just reminds me of. Every time I see, it, I'm like, yeah, it just reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Just minus the, the slot for the plate. But I do want, honestly, I, I really want to get a battle jacket just because I'm like, I just want to rock it and see how comfy it is. Cause I've put them on and they're, they're comfy, but I, I want to rock one just like out in the, the field for a few days and just see what it's, what it's like. Because like, if it's, it was good enough for the South Africans for a hot minute, I'm like, you know what? I got to try it out. So. It's like I got, I gotta try it out, just at least once. Just like, you just feel it out. But I'll just, uh, I'll just stick with my Nixie for the time being, though. 
because it's super comfy and I actually look forward to like putting it on. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the day that uh, Spiritus puts out their LBE. They said they would years ago, but they didn't yet. Not years ago. They actually announced it this year at SHOT Show that they were going to put it out. I think uh, second or third quarter, that's when they were planning on putting it out. I thought it was Which, Well, it is second or third quarter. Yeah, now. And they still haven't put it out. Dicks. But, you know what? We're on their timeline, not mine. So, I don't know why they haven't put it out. Probably because freaking... They can't get the freaking materials because all the ships are out on the ocean. For it, some reason. It's all Ted's fault. No, Ted is pissed because he can't get it. So, but, do you know whose fault it is? Brandon's. It is Brandon. So, to no one's knowing, because we haven't talked about Brandon because we try avoiding speaking his name, he's the opossum that he hoards shit, right? He keeps things from you. See, nice thing about Ted is that He'll bring his stuff out and he, he'll help you out, right? He'll put supply caches out there. Like I said, the freaking monster, right? He put that out there for me. It's like that or it was his kids. Or I might have found his wife's stash again. I'm not quite sure, but I'm sure that one of them will let me know. Brandon, on the other hand, he he like he will go. He plays 3D chess. He's like, you didn't even know that you were going to get something or going to have something. And he already took it, right? That little bastard just takes everything, right? So, you know, remember how we were talking about freaking Ted loves, like, the modern Gucci gear? Yeah. Brandon's the opposite. He'll take... He's He has the freaking night camo freaking smock with the inside DCU. He has that, right? He has all that, like, cool gear that, you, like, you can never find because he buys it out and he's the guy selling it at absorbent prices because he can. It's like... He is that guy. He like, like when it came to down to like the, when the PS5 came out, yeah, he bought twenty-five, you like pallets of the suckers because he could. He's that guy. Brandon's a dick. <laughs> Brandon is a dick. But like, we can all agree that DCU is badass, right? Yes. A DCU smock with Desert Tiger Stripe combat pants would be pretty fucking cool, right? Like, I'd rock it because why not? It'd be awesome. And that's what I would take in. And that's my updated. That's what I would take into uh, New Vegas camo pattern. How about that life? What do you say, Blaine? Blaine. Did Brandon get Blaine? I think Ted got Blaine, dude. Fuck! Not again. We left him alone for too long. Yep. Ted took him. That's what happens. He's gone. Well, well, folks, I'm going to have to go uh, deal with the hostage situation now with Ted. I I, I told too much information about him and, and Brandon, so... I'm gonna go deal with that hostage situation. I gotta go get my 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 gear. 
Yeah, uh, you, you, you coming with, or do I have to go call the other squad? No, I'll be there. Alright, sounds good. Just don't forget to bring the cheese this time. Alright? Absolutely not, and I'm bringing extra spicy sriracha. Yeah, if you don't bring the extra, yeah, I almost forgot about that, jeez, yeah, we need that. So, well folks, that's the end of tonight's podcast. I hope y'all enjoy it. We got a hostage situation to deal with, and gotta go save Blaine from a pack of rabid raccoons and if not them probably a very very unpleasant opossum so or perhaps could it be the santa muerte play praising tijuana zebra oh geez jorge the tijuana zebra jorge the tijuana zebra it could be him but will we ever talk about him we don't know I, i don't know i'm afraid to talk about him because he's like Fight Club. You don't talk about him. Hmm. First rule about Tijuana is uh, uh, Jorge. You don't talk about Jorge. Second rule about Jorge. You don't talk about Jorge. But chances are we're going to talk about Jorge. But we're going to go deal with this Hacha situation now. Well, folks, that's it for tonight. Or today, whenever you're listening to this. I'm still lost, and we got to go find this guy. See you next time on Ed's Potato Chips. And always remember, I love you.